Let's try that again. Oh, no, what happened? <laughs> I hadn't turned the little red button on that like turns the mics on. Oh, okay. So we said hello and no one heard us. No one heard it. It was no, the secret hello. The no footage one. will be found one day. <laughs> I know. It's going to be thrilling. It's going to be in the vaults. Oh, my gosh. You look very American. I, that shirt always throws me for a loop. I don't, it doesn't seem like something you'd buy. Thank you. Well, no, it's the uh, the t-shirt for the Broadway musical Allegiance. Oh, that doesn't See, come across. Like the it makes... Allegiance. It says oh, Allegiance. The, it's like, okay, if you're not seeing us, because you're not, it's like a flower with like the American flag on it. Kinda. Yeah, it's an origami flower because it's about oh. ja- the Japanese internment uh, camps in during World War II. It really reads as like I don't know. I, does Home Goods sell clothes? Like that's what it reads when you. It's like it just looks like an I Love America shirt. No, it it's, does. A, it's a Broadway logo. It's an I Love Broadway shirt. They should and, have, and I hate Japanese internment. <laughs> well, I mean that's a good thing to have. They should have had allegiance or like the word allegiance on the front. I feel like it would look very like weirdly like yeah America oh, to have, like, have a guess, shirt with like a, an American flag flower and it just says allegiance. I guess on that's true. I feel that like would also people be might weird. interpret that in a. A, a different way than I would well, Sweetie, it's already being interpreted that way. <laughs> if that's helpful for you, that's exactly what I see when I see you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Two Game Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer. As you hear, my voice is 94. 90- Five percent. It back. sounds fine. No, no, no. Literally, no. Boy, I don't hear the five percent. It's the details. It's in the details. Oh my I God. feel it. I hear it in my own ears, and you hear it. And you're, you're the one wearing the the headphones, and you so sound the same. No, it's different. It's, it's not. Different. I feel like you're going to be saying this for years from now. No. Like, oh, one day my you know voice went out on this date in 2021. It's never been the same. It's never <laughs> been the same ever since that fateful day. Oh my God, Matt Steele. Yes. How was your week? My week was lovely. What did I do? I went to, well, I had a date. It was real Mm. steamy. We just like sat and had tea and it was fun. I love it. Um, First date? Yeah, it was a first date. He was very nice. Um, And then I... Uh, I went to a movie premiere at oh. a film festival. Oh. It was a movie called Four Cousins and a Christmas. Oh, I it love was, that. It was a produced by the uh, same uh, production company that did Devo's, JNR Productions. Yeah. So it's very adorable. I believe it's coming out. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out, but I think they're like announcing when it's coming out, like November 1st or okay. something like that. Like, it must have be this holiday it. season. Then. Yes, because okay. it's a Christmas movie. Right. It's It's so sweet, super fun, but it was also lovely just like, being at an event. I this mean, was like the first event I've been to where there was everyone were, wearing masks? Yeah, everyone yeah, was yeah. wearing masks and everything, but still it was like, oh, there's people and wow. like a red carpet type thing. And it was nice. I got to see um the uh woman woman uh Julia Soglowska who did the uh Score for Devos. Nice. She did the score for this movie, so I got to see her. She did a great and, job on Devos. I, I mean, hey, hey, she did a great job on Four Cousins on a Christmas. All right. Um and um uh, you know, a couple other people who were involved in Devos and everything. It was yeah. really great. Can you believe, like, thinking about, we only have a few more podcast episodes that we're going to be recording in this spot. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, three or four? Yeah. And then you'll be driving to Atwater Village oh, Sunday Jesus night. Christ. <laughs> I hope you didn't want to see Big Brother, because you got to make a drive, darling. Oh, the, sun, <laughs> the Sunday night. Well, Big Brother will be over by the time you're there. Okay. Big Brother ends September 29th. All right. Um, which I'm sure everyone listening is just like, oh, thank God. I know. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> everyone's like a large sigh of relief in the audience yes, there. Exactly. Until the winter when I guess we'll talk about it on news radio. But um Oh good. I, you have to have all that information. It's not on my list. Okay, great. Okay, great. <laughs> um so uh so yeah, but um well I 
I'll be driving to you. You will be. And that'll be. It's crazy. Weird. Speaking of, I'm, of things about the show and all of this, we did record a Casey Musgraves review. We did, but that um, uh, Chloe video yeah. like had some technical difficulties. That, oh, did it? So it got, oh yeah, you know, it got taken, it got blocked oh. and then blocked again and then blocked again. So, Rude. Yeah, I know. So I had to like figure out ways to, so you know, I went to bed at like six o'clock in the morning that day. Lord. So Hey, that Chloe, hey, people like that video. People like it. So the Casey Musgraves one will, Will come out at some. Is point. it going to? Okay, that was just my question. Is like, should we be talking about our feelings about that album? Because we did watch the film and listen to the album, and um, we have thoughts. But we do have thought. We, I mean, we could t- do both. I, I mean, mean, that's less I have to edit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll get into it. We'll see what the timestamp gets yeah. to us too. Yeah. Um, but what but did you do this week? This week was uh, Jackson's birthday. So on Friday we wait. Uh, what? Yeah, his birthday was the tenth. So yeah. Well, wait. What? Yeah. I did okay. not wish Jackson a happy birthday. That's, I didn't know his birthday was September 10th. It is. Yeah. That's, I mean, he, I'm sure he's fine. Oh but my could God. Just text him after this. He probably thinks I'm a piece of shit. He really, I'm sure you didn't cross his mind if that's helpful. Oh my God. <laughs> I absolutely crossed Jackson's mind. I don't think he was offended. I feel horrible. You should not. He's really going to be okay. So, oh my God. Anyways, okay. <laughs> I love how I'm making this about me. I know. I love that too. Anyways, uh, so on Friday, I pick him up from his, I, well, I go over there after work and give him his gifts. And then uh, I'm driving him to this restaurant, which is called Momed over in Atwater Village, being like, oh, we can have a nice night and exploring our new neighborhood and like, you know, having this restaurant evening. And on the way there, I'm like, okay, I took the top down for a little bit. But I'm like, oh, before I go on freeways, I generally put the top up in my car because I'm like, oh, it gets too noisy and it's like a little cold. And so I like begin to put the top up. I'm like, huh, it's not oh no going. And uh, so I we pull over, we try to do it again. It's not going. It's not going. The top is still down. I'm like, I am not parking this car in a random place with mm-hmm. the top down. I oh, just will no. not do it. And I've no. seen people do that and I'm like I could never. No. So we have to drive it back to Jackson's place and I have to park it like in the back of his area has like a little parking area in the back. And so we did that. And then a neighbor of his kindly lent us uh, her like uh, cover thing. But it's like you could tell even with the cover on it that like there's no top on this car. Oh no. (laughs) But no one. It was fine. Nothing happened to the car. But now the car is in the shop because the mini dealership closest to us uh, is not open for service on the weekend. So I just had to drop it off off there oh no uh drop it off there uh on saturday morning and i just dropped it off and it's been sitting there and so they're gonna call me tomorrow and like tell me what's wrong with my car and i'm hoping it's just not going to be there for so long because like the last thing i need to worry about when worrying about moving is like oh i also don't have a car physically like yes just one thing at a time. You I mean, know? this is just one of the many reasons why I think convertibles are the devil. Well, and you are <laughs> so ridiculous. You're like those people who think that the Harry Potter's, you know, going to send you to hell. So no, you I to- don't think they're actually the devil. Right. But like, I this is why I will never own one. And I think they're horrible. That's <laughs> not why you think, quote unquote, while I drove you and you said I, this is a death trap. Oh, it's a death ridiculous. trap. Ridiculous. No, like, if, if that thing flips, you Sweetie, die. when have I flipped a car? Not yet. A sweetie, not ever. I am a safe, wonderful driver. But if another car flips you. I don't anticipate getting flipped or being flipped. And if there's any time to have a convertible, it is like when you are childless. And, you know, because like how many people can fit in that car realistically? That's true. Four people, but it's like not comfortable. to have. And you really don't want a child to flip. 
No one's flipping. I love that you think because I have a convertible, the car is automatically going to flip. Cars flip. I'm just. Has your car flipped? No. Well, there you go. Not yet. Oh my God. What if my car flips? Like, Tomorrow. Well, sweetie, that wouldn't be my fault. <laughs> I just would have oddly said it the day before. And, um, you know, you'll be okay. I'm horrified. I pray for you every time you step out that door. No, you don't. And it's really <laughs> fine. But I just, all this to say, I just don't need more things going on when you're getting ready to move. It's just one thing at a time, please. So here's hoping. But it also is within its warranty. So I won't have to pay for it to get fixed. Oh, that's great. Um, we love a warranty. We love a warranty. Uh, I'm ready for my car to be back in my possession, though, because, you know, it's just nice to have. Mm. Um, so should we dive into the news for idiots? Let's dive into the news. I mean, so everything's coming up Brittany, guys. Uh, like, every week she's giving us something. She really is. And so earlier this week, there was big Britney news in that Jamie Spears, her horrible father, had filed a petition to end the conservatorship. And this was surprising because most recently he had been like, oh, I I don't want to end it or like I'll step down, but only if like plans are in place to continue it with a new person, blah, blah. But it seems like Matthew Rosengard has been pushing pressure on the Jamie Spears and his lawyering team uh, because Matthew Rosengard, Brittany's lawyer, responded that even though this was a massive uh, legal victory and vindication for Brittany, quote unquote, it appears that Mr. Spears believes that he can try to avoid accountability and justice, including sitting for a sworn deposition and answering other discovery under oath. But as we assess his filings, which was inappropriately sent to the media before it was served on counsel, we will also continue to explore all options. Because it's like, of course, this is great. And of course, like, I'm glad you finally come to realize, you know, one way or another that, like, Brittany never needed this. Yeah. But you you should be punished. Like, <laughs> you cannot get out of this scot-free mm. just because now when the pressure's on, you want to end it. It's like, no, no. You, sh- you need to go to jail. <laughs> you need to go to jail. Well, I wonder, like, if there was some sort of, like, agreement or bargain made or something where they wouldn't, like, press any sort of charges or something if he just agreed to step down I think right there's, away. I think there's some legal loophole that, like, he apparently is... They're being looked at as like stealing or $42 million as the conservatorship. And if there's no conservatorship to investigate, that all goes away. Okay. And so Matthew's like, yes, but we'd like to investigate all of this before we move forward with anything. So, okay. Yes, which I appreciate. Okay. Because, like, I, of course, want Brittany to be as free as possible as soon as possible, but, mm-hmm. like, I also want justice. Oh, you want investigations that we, yes. like, we want everything. Checked want out. every wrongdoing accounted for yes. and that the people who committed the wrongdoings to be punished. So. Yes. Now is the time to be thorough. It is. Exactly. If we can wait 13 years for this woman who didn't need to have a conservatorship in the first place, we can wait a little bit longer. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, and more good news because, you know, now she finally can conceivably get married in the near future. Britney Spears has announced her engagement. I just saw those videos and I was just like, oh. oh. It's it's just like (laughs) as if every other VMA Sunday isn't about Britney Spears. I know. (laughs) She doesn't even need to show up. She doesn't. It's still about her. Like, good for Mm. her. And she's been with that guy for a long time. They met on the set of Slumber Party back in 2016. Mm. Sam Ascari has been, you know, seemingly a rock and a positive influence and force in her life. So I'm very excited for her. He's very hot. He's very hot. He did like a Donald Trump Instagram, which I'll never forget. We won't forget that. We no. won't forget, but otherwise, we, we, like we need him. to investigate that as well. We do. He also should go on trial for that. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, uh, yes. he seemed. They seem to be happy yes. together. I'm very happy that she's happy. Yes, and I can't wait to see the the pictures of the wedding. I know. Hopefully, we're invited. Oh my god, wouldn't that be great? Fingers crossed. What if she's like, all my supporters are invited? Oh my god, I'd be there. <laughs> With their big free Britney shirt on. Oh my god, it'd be amazing. 
Um, did you watch any of the VMA performances yet? Or I watched been? Chloe. Oh, and I watched uh, Olivia. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I watched a little bit of Nor- Olivia. Yeah, I also watched Normani. Okay, unbelievable. And then I watched parts of Lil Nas X, who had a bit of a shower dance break during I Industry Baby. I saw the shower dance break yes. going around, and I like watched a little bit of it, and I was like, oh no, wait, I want to watch the whole. I want to find a clip of the exactly. whole thing. I have yet to find a clip. Um, well, the VMAs apparently went off without a hitch. Lots of great performances like the ones we mentioned. I mean, honestly, Chloe, I'm so into her. Normani was amazing as well. You should look that one up after this as well. She just is like a like a performer. Like God, she can move. She commands a stage. Uh, and then Lil Nas X always pushing the envelope, and we love him for that. And he's now a winner of Video of the Year. Damn. And it's like how deserving. Yeah. What a great also like. His album's coming out this week. Like, great release week promotion from winning this award before having uh, an album out in the first place. Yeah. Artist of the Year went to Justin Bieber. Sure. Uh, What did Justin Bieber put out this year? He has a song with this kid, or this, um, this, the kid Lori or Leroy. I don't know how to say his name. He's like a little white rapper boy, and it's like number one. Um, I'm surprised Olivia didn't win Artist of the Year. It is surprising, but she did win Song of the Year for Driver's License and uh, Best New Artist. and. Push performance of the year. Um, she, push, I don't know what push I don't, performance. I don't know what that means. I feel like maybe they were performing on different things, but it's not saying where they perform these songs. I don't know what it means. Okay, like, but we, we love we that love for a, Olivia. We love a push performance. Kiss me more. Uh, SZA and Dr. Luke's friend won for best collaboration, uh, best pop. Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon for Peaches. Um, I'm seeing things I don't care so much about. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pac leave the door open one best R&B. So awards were handed out. Okay. People were happy. Lots of performances. Um, we submitted a video that was <laughs> <laughs> that we were told was going to be played during the pre-show. And of course, we didn't watch the pre-show, but no one tagged us saying they saw us. Yeah, I guess we didn't make the cut. So some, rude. Yeah, someone from MTV reached out and was like, hey, we want to use your footage of you reacting yeah. to, I think, Call, Call Me By, by Your Name. name. Um, so I think they were just had like asked a bunch of people who reacted to sure. stuff. So um, maybe that segment just didn't happen or maybe. maybe our reaction video was not chosen, guys. So Honestly, I think it's time to boycott. If MTV. you if you're out there and you watch the pre-show and you saw us, let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Because <laughs> maybe it happened. Uh, and I, I guess I if we cared I, I feel more, like they would have let us know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I did. But like, was anyone watching the pre-show? I don't know. I don't. I truly And the thing is, know. I guess we weren't either. And we could have been on it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so no, no way to know what happened there. Um, maybe we'll save our footage for for something else. Something maybe real exciting. Exactly. Who knows? Uh, and speaking of footage that I guess people wish was saved, Dear Evan Hansen, supposedly terrible. I have not read a headline of a horrible review that mentioned that did not mention the age thing. I know. So I'm like, what else is horrible I know. about what this else movie? Like, I I, I want to know. I. I really, I mean, obviously, I still want to go see it. Of I course. Love, oh, we will be there we'll holding be hands. We'll be there holding hands opening <laughs> night. I love those songs, especially the first two. Brim Platt's performance is, exce- like, vocally on the uh, cast recording is exceptional. The trailer, the his hair was distracted in the trailer. And there was an article that, like, had a correction because they referred to it as a wig because we all assumed it was a wig. And they were like, astonishingly, that is Brim Platt's real hair. So I think that's the real story here. <laughs> Movie being good or not. Yeah, what, um, what, how did they make that hair happen? I don't know. And why was that the choice? 
I mean, well, the thing is, like, it's not like he's supposed to look amazing. Like, he's not no. supposed to be like a hunk here. No. So I think they're probably like, oh, when we do this to your hair, it looks like this. So let's have it look like that. It apparently got barely any applause at the end. Is Tiff like Can and that like people just applaud anything? Like that seems so odd. It's to not me. like Can. It's not like Can is like, oh, Tiff is Tiff is very prestigious. Oh, but so like, like, but not Can. Like, <laughs> uh, but like, would is it? Odd for people to be that bitchy in the audience for like it just to like end and everyone to be like okay. Uh, uh, bitchy. I guess maybe not that odd. Mm, <laughs> because it's a bunch okay. of you know movie people, right? Um, but but a little odd that like a big release movie di- like didn't get a lot of applause. Yeah, it just. I mean. I feel like I knew the story of Dear Evan Hansen. I can, you know, I've only listened to the cast recording and like read the synopsis. And like, sure, there are problematic things about it, of course. And maybe that just like is highlight. Like maybe the distance of it being in theater and everything being so like mm-hmm. high stakes and all of this, like how it's directed, yeah, in a certain way. And and if it's like an intimate dramedy, you're very into like, wait, what this kid actually did. And it's like, wait, what the fuck. <laughs> I don't, I don't like everything I've read of this because I've never seen Dear Evan Hansen, so I don't really know exactly how right. it plays out. But everything I hear of the story, I'm kind of just like, I don't really think this is that like problem. Like, what, like, what do you want to happen in the story? Like, I, people are like, he does this thing that's bad, yes, and he doesn't receive any punishment. And it's like, well, what punishment do you want to receive? Like, do you mm. want him to go to jail? <laughs> like, I like, what do you want to happen? Like, right. I, I don't. I don't know. I like guess, he does a wrong thing. Uh, he says I did a wrong thing. And I guess yeah. people, but like as a viewer of you know things and wanting people to root for, you want to find some sort of sympathetic part of your main character. Like if it's just like I did something awful and now I'm admitting to it and like movie over, like that's not terribly satisfying. Uh, well, I don't know what happens after he like admits to. Right. It. I assume like people are mad at him. Like, but, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I I but I think that's kind of like the point of. It. Like it's kind of he's he is this character who is this outcast. So, of course, you're like sympathetic to him in the beginning. And then he does this really horrible thing. Right. So it's like, how do you balance that? I don't know. I I ever I have not seen it. So maybe when I see it, I'll see the problems that people have with right. it. But just in reading the synopsis, I'm kind of just like, OK, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, it seems like he did a bad thing and then feels bad about it. Right. I don't know. Um. I mean, yeah, I guess we will see it and see what happened. I really love those first two songs and his voice. And I just feel bad because Ben Platt obviously put his album out recently. I'm sure thinking like, and then the movie will come out and then I'll have so many places to talk about this. And if it's getting like panned, like cats panned, like that's going to be bad for him. I just, I like him. He's a nice man with a great <laughs> voice and I want good things for him. He's a nice man. He is. Voice. He is. I'm excited just because you know, I love movie musicals yes. and because I've never seen Dear Evan Hansen before and I would like to see it. Yes. But so. I feel a little weird that like this is the way we're seeing it if it's so impactful on stage and so like upsetting on screen. <laughs> we're seeing the upsetting version. Well, then we'll have to see the stage version when so. it rolls into town. I guess so. And maybe, you know, someone else that Ben Platt will date will be, you know, dear, the, the, dear, the Evan Hansen in, our, in the, the version we see. <laughs> on the tour. No, Ben Platt wouldn't date a tour Evan Hansen. Oh, Get out of here. Only Broadway. Of course. Gotta have standards. Um, I have this here, but if you don't care about it, we don't have to talk about it. The Don't Look Up trailer has a lot of celebrities. Did you watch that? What is that? Oh, it's the like new Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio trailer for Netflix. Adam McKay movie. Oh, the Adam McKay movie. Yes. Gotcha. What is it? Um, 
it's like a meteor's about to hit Earth, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of like another Adam McKay project that oh. he just signed on for. Um, yeah, I've I've seen the cast for it, and it's a lot of famous people. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. So <laughs> I saw this and read this, and never could make sense of it. This was going to be my giving me. Oh, I can wait till talk about it then. Oh, I'm ready. I mean, I'm glad it's not Big Brother again, but the same <laughs> network. Because, like, what a fucking mess. Oh, we'll, what a, we'll talk, we'll about, talk it. about it. What a fucking mess. Because I'm watching. Of course you are, garbage person. Um, These next two stories are stories that actually happened the week prior that I did not include last week. And so I'd like to apologize formally to, first and foremost, Miss Janet Jackson. I'm looking right at her as we're recording this. She's The Janet cover, of course, is above my computer. Um, Janet Jackson has released a teaser for her upcoming documentary that's going to be on A&E. It is going to be two parts, a two-night event. And it's going to be, I believe, in January 2022 is what was said. And uh, it is commemorating the 40th anniversary of her self-titled 1982 album, which, of course, no one listened to. But I'm very, very, very excited for this. Like, I feel like the kids in the world, and I feel like I say this every week, that they don't know the importance of Janet Jackson. But people love a fucking documentary. And they, Mm. like, I know her name. Let me learn her story. Let me learn her music. And people are going to go fucking apeshit. Because it's, um, like, my favorite comments we ever get are when people are like, when people in our Janet Jackson review, I think we reviewed Janet or something. And like one of the comments was like, I never listened to Janet. And because of Matt Palmer's like squawking, I am such a stand. Uh, that's beautiful. It is like, that's literally what I'm here to do. It's like, make sure everyone knows about Janet Jackson. Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I love doing God's work on the two. Honestly. Like, uh, uh, Chris, are uh, who, uh, follows us on Twitter. Yeah. He just like tweeted at me, just like I'm obsessed with halfway around the world by 18s. Wow. Listening to I'm just like, oh What's I'm not so happy. Put 18s and Janet Jackson in the same category. But I see Excuse what you're me, saying. But halfway <laughs> around the world is pop perfection. Are you excited about the documentary? Sure. What do you mean sure? I mean sure. I'm excited. You think I, that's not I, I an like, appropriate I response. like Janet Jackson, but obviously like it's it won't be as meaningful to me as it is going to be to you. Yes. Unless I when I see it, I'm so deeply moved uh, by you it. You should be. And and Mariah's gonna be in the documentary as a talking head. Oh, is she? Yes. Oh, that's fun. It's, I saw Jan, I saw Missy Elliott, I saw Mariah, I saw her brother Randy. Uh, and then you see Janet herself. She's like, I'm telling my story from my point of view, which I I'm sure in like a Seeing what happened to her brother after he passed away. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. that's a different situation. Um, it was probably important to her to get her story out there, you know, from her lens. Oh, um, yeah. Because, you know, who wouldn't want to do that? And Jane has such a story that we don't talk about enough. Oh, I'm excited for that. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited to see what she says about that and about the 04 Super Bowl. Oh, I actually hope Michael is not mentioned a lot. I'd oh, like really? to only hear about Janet. Oh. I don't need... Oh, I'd like to hear what she has to say. Oh, I don't I, I'm interested. It. I don't want to know. Because it's like, it's her brother. So like, what can she I mean, really if say? she wants to talk about it, of course. Talk about it in an interview. This is a Janet talk. Fuck Michael Jackson because he molests children. Janet does not. Well, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I imagine she would want to talk about her family. She could be like, yeah, and I had this brother. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, And something that also happened last week that just I need to discuss because it was very upsetting to me. In celebration, quote unquote, of uh, Beyonce's birthday, Glamour magazine made a list of Beyonce's 10 best and 10 worst songs. Did you see this list? No. Let me like give you the titles of a few of the songs they've deemed one of the worst Beyonce songs, which, by the way, 
don't do this. Don't celebrate people like this. Yeah, if, no. That's just not how you do it. And like a lot of these, I can be fine with. I'm not a big superpower fan. Sam I wouldn't Cat- call it her worst. I'm one of the top 10 worst. I don't, I don't love it, but I don't know if it's the worst. I'm going to call it top uh, 10 worst. I mean, Sandcastles, top 10 worst. Hey, I wouldn't call it top 10 hey, worst. I would, say, like, I would say worst on Lemonade, but I would not say top 10 worst Beyonce songs. Putting Halo in your top 10 worst Beyonce oh, songs that's is unforgivable. offensive. <laughs> that's like, bad. sure, it's overdone. Sure, like, yes, she's been, like, it was the end of her concerts for, like, a decade and a half. And, like, I get people being sick of it. That song is excellent. Yeah, it's excellent. And sure, it's, like, much poppier than she does now. Also, but, like, sweetie, you're about to get much madder. So oh, just, no. per- just like, buckle up. Oh, no. Um, Brokenhearted Girl, I Am Such Fears. I don't have any strong feelings for it. Gets it. I think it's a nice song. That's I don't cute. think it, it doesn't deserve to be here. <gasps> I know. Sugar mama, bitch. Are you fucking kidding me? Sugar mama. Are you kidding me? First of all, nothing on B-Day should be on this list. (laughs) Exactly. You should not mention B-Day's fucking name on a worst of Beyonce. Absolutely not. The instrumentation is uh, impressive, blah, 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 blah. But moments into the song, Beyonce professes that she is her man's sugar mama, offering to pay his bills and give him the keys to her home just so he'll stay. Its repetitive chorus doesn't make the notion sound any sweeter, and it feels like 2021 Beyonce, a proud and unapologetic feminist, would balk at this concept. Who the fuck wrote this? I know who is this Sugar mama is excellent. excellent. And and Beyonce would would perform it in a fucking heartbeat. That song is brilliant and beautiful and amazing and it's aged beautifully. It's not like we're talking about Nasty Girl or something. There's nothing unfeminist about being like, I'm going to make all the money and you can just sit here. Yeah, that's the whole point. It's like, I am Beyonce. I don't need you. You need me. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, what else is here? (gasps) I told you, bitch! (laughs) Number five. On the worst Beyonce list, according to this lady, school and life. Death penalty. <laughs> Electric chair. Like. How dare you? How dare you, how man? Dare you? I know. You thought it was bad with Sugar Mom. I couldn't believe when I. Because it's like, this song wasn't even like. A, it was a bonus track on this album and an excellent, outstanding, like overarchingly amazing bonus track. Because, you, like. Why would you reach and pick a fan favorite that's not even like a halo that's been overplayed and say it's one of Beyonce's worst songs? You are you are just here to go viral, yes, man. You are clearly. not here to write a thorough article. Wait, you are not a journalist. No, not a okay. journalist. Not, we are journalists here at Tuesday Nights, and you are not that. How dare I know. you disrespect school I and know. life like that? I, I am blown <laughs> I away. I told you. Okay, I told you. what else is there? Uh, what else? I mean, I think that's the most... Okay, angering for best thing I never had doesn't deserve that. Best thing I ever had is very cute and very lovely. Cute is it and very lovely. poppy? Yes, yeah. but like it's adorable. Hip hop star of her first album, fine, whatever. Kitty cat. I'm furious. It. I'm looking burst. at this list, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so you, glad you're you seeing see it, it right as we're seeing it. Kitty cat. I, I burst into flames. That is a fucking it's classic. Considered her, it's number two on the list, guys, as her second worst song. Try, B tries so hard to channel a feline alter ego on this song, and it's a surprise it wasn't featured on her double album, I Am Sasha Fierce. Oh my God. I, I can't stand it. What's number one? What well, the fuck is number, number one? one? Beautiful Liar. Beautiful Liar. I, it's I, not my favorite, but I don't think it's her worst. I can't song. even mention the fact that this list isn't entirely composed of the album tracks of uh, her first album yeah. and a bunch of album tracks on so- <laughs> Sasha I Am Sasha Fierce. Fierce. Yes, I am Sasha Fierce. It's like those are the only acceptable things to put on a top but ten worst. The Beyonce fact that you list. put two B Day songs and School in Life 
unacceptable. 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 So I'm glad we can discuss this because, and I'm glad we're doing it honestly a week late because it's like, we're not giving you traffic. We're not giving you hits that you're like going viral off of this anymore, but we're mad. We're mad. I'll tell you that lady. Wow. Oh, I know. <laughs> Wait, so what did she say is their best? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> what did she say? She's already uh, angered us. Formation, Mood Forever, which is number two, her best song. I don't think that's right. No. Me, Myself, and I, Haunted. Daddy Lessons. Is, I'm glad you chose that. Yes, yes. Dangerously in Love. I love Dangerously in Love, but it was a Destiny's Child song that she just like took them off of. Okay. Um, yeah. Resentment is great. I Care is great. Yeah, of course I care. Yes. Love Drought. Rocket. Rocket, huh? Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I care about? I mean, the two other stories are Olivia Munn is pregnant with um, John Mulaney's baby, mm-hmm. which the timing is weird. And then you also people found an old tweet of uh, Olivia Munn's right when John Mulaney went to rehab, and the tweet was, "Let me read it." It was um, sending so much love and support to John Mulaney. You got this <laughs> with a heart and an. Uh, electricity emoji and mm. people are retweeting it and like just saying things they want <laughs> with the exact same things like you know sending so much love and support to uh, you know um who's hot tyler cameron <laughs> <laughs> this whole scandal i find so fascinating because i don't understand why people care so much i think because i i think like, like I, I realize they're both pr- relatively famous i think because like, he a lot of his act was about how much he loved his wife mm-hmm. and how much he like was a nice guy who just like it isn't like crazy like other guys and so people assumed like oh he's not like a, he's not a bad man he does good things he's a good guy and it's like no he's not like that seems to be the like start, middle, and end for me. It's like, yeah, he just cheated on his wife, or I don't know if cheated, but timing wise, it feels like <laughs> with like a hot famous person because he is also famous. It's like, yeah, this isn't like new information, but maybe if you were really into John Mulaney and you thought he was like a great guy, mm-hmm. then maybe this is shaking your world a little bit. Okay, but I maybe it's I I truly don't follow stand up that much, so I yeah. don't. I've never followed John Mulaney that much, yeah. and Olivia Munn I've always confused with Olivia Wilde. Mm. Like to me, I'm just like, oh, they're the same person. And oh. I'm like, oh, maybe not. Olivia Wilde, a great director, of and course, stunningly beautiful. Yes, love her. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, so I. I, I, people are just going so nuts about this. Yeah. And I'm just like, huh, I, w- I hope everyone's having an okay day. I don't know. <laughs> it's an appropriate response. Um, lastly, Kelly Clarkson's releasing a new Christmas album this year, which is great. But weren't we working on a studio album about your divorce? But, you know, in the meantime, we can be festive. We can be festive. But, like, how much time does she have in a day if she has the Kelly Clarkson show? She has the voice. She's recording a Christmas album. Oh, it's a Christmas album. You can record that in a day. <laughs> right, but I just don't want her <laughs> jingle to... Jingle bells, jingle bells. You know the don't tunes. Don't split your focus too much and not focus on the divorce album. We maybe, need her butterfly. But maybe she's working so hard on the divorce album that she's just... Needed she's like, like, a lightness, you know a what? break. I, I need another year to like fine-tune this. Okay. You know, maybe... She's also a mom. I just, don't, I just feel like she does so much. She must be overworked, and I want her to focus her energies... On that divorce album and like being a mom or whatever. I mean, I feel like she must be confident enough to like that she's, you know, not overworked to, mm. because she doesn't have to put out a Christmas album. True. She clearly like thought, oh, I have time. And I don't think she has time. This. I guess she did. If you, you don't just put out a Christmas album if you don't got time well, on your hands. That's why I'm saying she's not. She split her focus. She should, The divorce album would be out by now if she wasn't working on that Christmas album. Because, like, what, I guess she had maybe summer... They have summer breaks on that Kelly Clarkson show, right? Like, they don't... I imagine they have, like, a, a month break or something like that Some at some but point. Like five days a week? That is a job. Yeah. That is, like, a... Oof. But she's making a lot of money, so I don't feel bad, but... 
I just want the the four stop. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> you said you had another story that I forgot. Uh, I didn't know about. Yeah. What is that? You think we weren't going to talk about Big Brother this week, ladies and gentlemen? Oh right. It was announced this week that Celebrity Big Brother <laughs> Three is coming to CBS this winter, which I feel like you were not expecting. You thought that show was. Oh, not. I thought Celebrity Big Brother was done. Yeah. And now everyone on this podcast is just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, but, but guys, but, don't worry. Celebrity Big Brother, it's like three weeks. And he's, I feel like you're not as into Celebrity Big Brother as you are regular. No. Well, the th- great thing about Celebrity Big Brother is that it's such a short period of time. Uh, the people are celebrities, so they know how to put on a show. Like, totally. they know how to be entertaining. And the stakes are so <laughs> low. Like, the, they are just there for a good time. Totally. And to maybe collect a check for not even, I think they win $250,000. Wow. And so I think their day rates are more though. Oh, I'm positive <laughs> their day rates are more. And I'm just hoping that CBS has taken the time to save that money to afford Tiffany New York Pollard. Oh my God. Uh, because she needs to be on Celebrity Big Brother. And she was in the UK, right? She was in the UK and she gave the greatest so performance many. on a reality TV show. <laughs> if you guys are ever bored, just YouTube Tiffany Pollard. Big Brother. She is brilliant. Hours of endless entertainment. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, so it's exciting. Okay. And now that, I mean, the also the, the cookout made it to top six. Yes, congrats so to the there cookout. Will, there will finally be a black winner of, of Big Brother. After how many seasons? After, this is the 23rd regular season <laughs> of Big Brother. There's never been a black winner. Another statistic that I just thought of, Uh-oh. which is horrifying. The last time a black person was in the top six Lord. of Big Brother was Kalia, who came in fifth in season 13. No. Which was literally <laughs> a decade ago. Okay. A black person has not been in the top six in a decade. That's a and mess. now And now every player in the top six of the season is black. Wow. It's crazy, though, because um, before season 13, a black player would be in the top six almost every year. What happened? Season 16 happened where suddenly they realized, oh, you can really win the game by first week establishing a it's giant a alliance. And black people wouldn't be in that alliance. And black people just like wouldn't be in that alliance. So, That's the thing is like when I hear people complaining about the cookout online, which I see a little bit of, it's just like... I mean, <laughs> like after all of this, I feel like it's pretty earned. They, they've earned they, it. It's they've earned pretty it. And, earned. And they've been insanely strategic. Like yeah, they're, they're doing they're, a good job. They're going down as the best alliance in Big Brother history. Wow. No one turned on each other, at least like game wise. Right. Emotionally, you know, there, there were some tiffs, <laughs> but like no one turned on each other. They made their end goal. They didn't lose any members. Mm. Like they're the greatest alliance in Big Brother history. And it was very emotional watching them make it to the top six. So wow. hats off to them. Insanely proud of them. I love it. Uh, I'm rooting for Tiffany, guys. Oh, and that one clip of where I think the Alyssa is talking about like, well, technically I'm half white. So like, am I the next one to go? And then like the two people just like laugh and then they cut to like <laughs> their two heads and the talking heads and both of them just like Yes. yes. <laughs> Classic. Because she's, because uh, Alyssa, I was afraid you know who was going to Oh, go I'm glad she didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, because she's Latino, and so she was talking to two of the cookout members, and she's like, I'm the only not black person here. Am I the, going up next? And they're like, ooh. <laughs> and guys, she went out Dude, next. She did. She and did. Hey. 
Well, it's a beautiful shot. <laughs> Whoever did that production at that moment of the show. Oh, oh the, the editors were just like, we got it. We, we got, got to use that. We got gold <laughs> right here. So yeah, congratulations to the cookout. Congratulations to me for getting a celebrity Big Brother 3. Yes. And congratulations to all of us because we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back more. Well, we will be back with more Two Game Maps, the podcast. Guys. We're back. I got it. <laughs> I got the email. Yes. This is email my heart. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. This question comes to us from Bruno. Hey, Bruno. Bruno says, hi, Mats. How are you? Good. How are you? (laughs) Um, So I think we can all say that we liked something in the past that looking back, we were just like, what was I thinking? Mm. Well, I kind of feel like this with 303. If you don't know them, they were pretty much the chain smokers of the late 2000s. They had some very classy songs like My First Kiss and Touching on My that were small hits. And the reason I'm using 303 as an example is because I still like some of their songs, like these two that I mentioned. And I love Starstruck that features Katy Perry. I know every time I listen to their songs, I feel bad for enjoying it, but I can't <laughs> help it. They are so catchy. Anyway, I would like to know if there's a song or something else that you guys enjoy but feel embarrassed for doing so. Again, don't judge me. I'm only human. By the way, any thoughts on Human by One Republic? <laughs> Love you. Have a nice day. Um, I think that's their new album and I have not listened to it. So. But you like One Republic. I do like One Republic. Yes. And I do not feel bad about that. This one's hard for me because I feel like I have lived so... like pointedly as to not have guilty pleasures Mm. like I feel like everything that I have liked even if it's like not aged beautifully well like like I mentioned Nasty Girl by Destiny's Child (laughs) I um I feel like there are things like that where you look back and it's like oh this is kind of problematic or kind of anti-woman or kind of you know uh, kind of upsetting in like a like oh what this album is is kind of gross or like you know of course I grew up on Michael Jackson and he is canceled now things like that but like as far as like oh this was trashy of me to like because of taste that's hard i like trashy stuff <laughs> and i don't and you, feel bad about you it don't feel bad about I it i don't i like all of kesha's albums like i just yeah i, I love it oh uh, well if you don't like all of kesha's albums go away like kesha <laughs> no one should be embarrassed about loving i know kesha. but they were the closest to 303 that i could think of because i could see being embarrassed about like them <laughs> Um, so my thing will start a giant fight between me and Matt Palmer. Oh God. But I, I mean, I watched it again recently when I got this email and I was like, let me watch this again. Cause I have not watched it in years. And you're saying you don't like it anymore. Oh, I'm saying I still love it. And like, maybe I shouldn't. Okay. And I mean, guys, sometimes you just got to drive on your moped downtown with Macklemore. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm so I, I fully anticipated being like, you know what? I am watching this like half a decade later. I am more mature. My taste is more Matthew. refined. I will not fall for the most spectacularly gimmicky gimmick song ever put out and music video ever put out. It truly killed his career. But guess what? I fell for it, guys. What is guys? <laughs> I'm downtown by Macklemore. It's so much fucking fun. It's noise. It, it is, is noise pollution. It is excellent noise pollution. Oh I will God. breathe it in and <laughs> asphyxiate on it. Okay. It's just, it's, it's trying so hard. And that's, why that's, the, like reason, that that's the reason why you can, because it's still great. <laughs> like that's the thing you can criticize about it. It's that it's, 
it's you could tell Macklemore's like this is my second like big single like my second like first single off of my new album after becoming a giant superstar I am going to invest gajillions of dollars in this music video I'm going to have a bajillion features in this song I've got to do another stupid topic Mm. that's like random because everyone loved that song about thrift shops so what, what's a random thing? Mopeds. Also, what's a huge song right now? Uptown Funk. I'm going to do a parody of that, sort of. Oh. And it's just so much. But God damn it, it's real fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun. I'm sorry, I'm guys. I'm sorry, too. You know, great. <laughs> be, you, be sorry with me. I mean, if you are brave enough to listen to that song again, and best of luck to all of you, because that came out, didn't that come out around the same time as Miley Cyrus and the Dead Pets? For some reason, those two songs, <laughs> like that song and that album are like the same in my head. It was like 2015, I yeah. believe, uh, it came out. I still love it. I, I'm still wow. just like, this is so much. There are a million verses, a million different like segments. It's a giant like mini opera. Oh. And there's a guy who's just screaming, singing the chorus and just dropping to his knees and bouncing back up every five seconds. And you're just like, what am I watching? Oh. This is a mess, <laughs> but a real expensive one. And I love it. Wow. Um, I mean, I also think about back in the day when I was a kid, I used to think Jessica Simpson was like a great singer. And I, that's embarrassing. Because <laughs> you listen to her now, it's like, ooh. But she has some lovely songs. Show, yeah. Boy, I think I'm in I love, think with, love with you. I think I'm in love with you is a classic. Yeah. Great piece of music. But like, as we're talking songs, Ashley's got her beat by yes. a mile. Oh, yeah. Well, I what mean, an album. Well, because that was just an era. It really was. That was just an era. And that was just an attitude that really like defined that era yes. of time. It was 2004, I think. Yeah. It's a great time. I mean, we have to review that. We album really should. On like an iconic album review. Absolutely. That, that, that is, is an iconic album. album. Oh my God. Uh, so, Matt, I still have a question for you, and I know the answer. <laughs> what horrible thing has been giving you moments? Well, guys, you know, I love some trashy reality <laughs> television where this. Where the stakes are so low, yet feel so high. Well, CBS has just announced Mm -hmm. a new reality show. And I have no idea what it's going to be like. Is it going to be like uh, an apprentice type thing? Is it going to be like a Shark Tank type thing? Is it? I get a weird vibe that it might be like an Amazing Race type thing. I don't know. (laughs) It's called The Activist. (laughs) And it like, I can't think... Of an idea for a show more nauseating. Honestly. Than watching people who want to be activist famous yes. and like who want to capitalize on their activism. On their activism like Not that. Not like out of the goodness of their heart or like, oh, this horrible thing happened and I just have to speak up, but just because you're on a reality competition show. Yeah. I can't <sighs> think of anything more stomach turning and more awful. And God damn it, I'm watching. <laughs> but the fact, the fact, because it, it just gives me such like early 2000s reality television. Right. Like that I'm just like, I have to do this. Um, and who are the hosts? It's Usher. It is Julianne Huff. Julianne Huff and, and Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra. Chopra. The fact that the three of them are these like, ju- what are they, judges? or like, and It's like these people competing. Each person I think like has a cause. And if you win 
I think they're going to be different things that determine like how you win like your uh, engagement. I think they're going to have like special missions where they have to accomplish certain tasks and whoever succeeds at the task like moves forward. And whoever gets the most like um, uh, uh, what's it called on social media where, where engagement. It, engagement on social media. Maybe that's like a challenge. I don't know. I mean, Whatever it is, it's gross and I'm watching. The participants will compete in head to head challenges in hopes of winning a chance to go to G20 Summit in Rome, Italy. There they will bid their causes and hope to get funding. And it just ends with there will be musical performances as well. The musical <laughs> performances. Who thought of this? Who thought of Who? this? I want to shake your hand and slap you across the face. I cannot believe this got greenlit. Oh I can't my believe God. no one up the chain was like, this is really bad. I can't believe I know. Usher. I know. Agreed to. Like, I know. Because Julianne Huff is like, I mean, I'm sure she's a nice girl, but like she was doing blackface five <laughs> years ago. Like this is recent. Well, I, I wasn't thinking about that. I, I was. was. Like, I was thinking like, okay, like Julianne Huff, obviously she's very, very famous, but like, you know, like... Uh, judge of a of a reality show competition level famous and yes. like Usher dude you are you are so famous yeah. like you are such are he, a famous I mean musician. not not to be rude he was so famous like but, he still has cachet he he was hosting the voice like that is the that's the gig for him these days okay true but i feel like his level of sort of fame when he was at his top is is still oh, so so high that it's like you you don't need to be doing this, Usher. But uh, this idea is just insane. And the fact, the thing is, CBS is the most watched network mm-hmm. in the country. So I don't think these activists can get too like political here, like too one sided in mm. one direction. Because CBS, I imagine, has a a, a very diverse watching. Uh, you know, I wouldn't audience. say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, so, it does so look I, like. I, the, the important causes mentioned in the deadline article are very nonpartisan. It's mm-hmm. just yes. health, education, environment, which I guess could get partisan if it's, but it's like, we want our grandkids to not live in like a lava pit. Like, is that yeah. so Like, how crazy? deep are they going to go into like the term climate change? That like, will know. climate change be said? Will you'll, that phrase be said? You'll have to tell us because I will not <laughs> be watching this bullshit. <laughs> Never. I'm so... So watch it. I can't. And it's coming out so soon. It's like you. So you guys already filmed this. It's not too late to can it, guys. You <laughs> saw everyone's reactions. No one wants to see this besides Matt Steele. Oh, because it's just hilarious. It's like the just, reaction to it is just hilarious. It's so messy. And I'm never one to to like be this kind of commenter. But someone said this is a sign that the world is ending. I was like, I actually think yes. <laughs> I actually think Yes. Um, there was another give me moments that I was going to like say really quick, but mm. maybe I'll think of it after you give me your give me moments. Okay. <laughs> My giving you moments. I apologize that it's it's so Bravo centric recently from me, but before Salt Lake City, which premiered tonight, um, obviously there's been so much talk about the Jin's Shaw arrest and the feds coming for her. And they released the first two minutes of the uh, episode before it was released this on Sunday today. And it was basically the moment this happened it was the arrest i mean you don't uh, see her getting arrested but you see cameras getting set up they're about to go on this girl's trip she sits down she receives a phone call turns to her, her castmate when whitney and is like hey can you um can you turn my mic off i love that and whitney's <laughs> like what it's like yeah the mic can you turn it off 
And it's just like she walks off the bus. She tells people like, oh, I, I hate to do this, but I can't. I have to go. She leaves and they go 12 minutes later and there are helicopters above this bus. <gasps> the feds, all their faces blurred out are outside. They're like, we're here looking for Jen Shaw. And it's like, and then the, the, the other cast members are like, oh, my God, what's going on? She's on. The, maybe she's on the run, blah, blah, blah. And then like as they're in the bus on the way to whatever girl's trip they're going to, they get the ghoul alert that like. Real Housewife of Salt Lake City has been charged in a federal crime for fraud. I love that she did not know how to turn the mic off herself. <laughs> I I truly love that I she think, had still had to have someone. I else think turn it was off. on like her butt, and so she didn't want to like like take it all the way off. I don't know how they're all attached to their mics, but like it was easier for Whitney to get at it. I bet if she was in front of her, she could turn it off. Yeah, but I imagine if she wanted it off, she was done for the day. Oh, so she yeah, I could mean, have she just was, pulled it off. She could so have, but I think that is so funny. Question: brilliant. If she's not in jail, do you think she will make it into the Celebrity Big Brother house? I mean, if she's not in jail, she's going to be on the show <laughs> for a minute, and so not until she gets kicked off the show would she go on the Celebrity Big Brother house. Um, but it just is, and it's so strange, but because it's like the, the show, the show and the franchise ebbs and flows. Of course, you have House of New York, which was unwatchable this season, but currently we have Beverly Hills and um, Salt Lake City, both on, both amazing. But the reason they're amazing is because two of these women are going through this legal drama. But it's like if this is what it takes for this to be real and not staged, and for everyone not to be thinking about their social media following, which is what makes the show less good, you know, mm. then I'll take it. Because this is something real is happening that we're arguing about. Like, are we implicated? Like, if we're not completely honest about this, we're in danger. And then also on Salt Lake City, there's a lot of like, who told the feds? <laughs> like, how did they? How they know you were at Beauty Lab? We think Meredith called the feds. <laughs> Iconic. Blame Meredith, guys. Oh, Meredith's a queen. I just am very excited for Salt Lake coming back. It's going to be a great. I can't believe it's only its second season. And honestly, I was very much like, I think Jen should be fired. I think she is so doing a portrayal of a housewife that's so over the top. It's like you've clearly studied like what other housewives do and you're like mm. becoming an amalgamation. But thank God they didn't listen to me because this is something. This is something. Wow. I'm thrilled. That's exciting. All right? I'm so happy for you. Thank you so You're much. You're getting your entertainment. I'm telling you, this is this is what I need for, you know, a time in which my car is in the shop and I'm moving. Because exactly. I need something to take my mind off something it. Something to so, cool, cool you down. Exactly. After a long, busy, stressful day. That's true. Watching other people be stressed uh, and be like, oh, at least I'm not that exactly stressed. Exactly. That is stress, darling. What I'm going through is nothing in comparison. So thank you guys so much for listening. It's been so much fun. What a great 50 minutes we've spent together, you know? I know. Lovely. That's so lovely. Yeah. Um, I guess we love you all. We'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats the podcast. Yeah. And if you live in California, vote no on the recall. Oh my God. Yes. Vote no. Vote no. That's Tuesday, right? Is the that official is Tuesday. Day. Wow. Yeah. And you're going in person. Oh, I'm going in person. I've already mailed it. Or not it, mailed in, but dropped off. I walked day. those three blocks to my yes. station. I'm like, Matthew D. Giuseppe Steele. He's here. He's here. And he's ready to vote. And he's no. fucking queer. That's also true, but not really relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more 2K Mats, the podcast. Bye. 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 